already know what time it is. Welcome back into What Offseason, guys. Coming on today's episode, the playoffs are here. Wild card weekend, super wild card weekend is what they're calling it with all these triple headers coming up on Saturday and Sunday. And we're dropping the episode just in time to give you our predictions for the super wild card weekend round. But we also got to clear the air a little bit. Going to play some pretenders and contenders with the teams, the 14 teams that made the playoffs. But I'm not alone today, guys, on the episode. Got my best friend Christian Morris here in the studio with me. We're going to chop it up about the playoffs, give you all some takes. But first, man, introduce yourself to the show today. How are we, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, Known Adam for a long time, been friends since high school, and we've been chopping sports since day one. So let's get to it, bro. Yeah, man, absolutely. It's going to be a fantastic episode. Of course, guys, before we get started, never forget... Check out the link tree and all the social media bios. It's every bit of content I'm putting out from the show. Let's go ahead and clear the air first. Like I said, man, we're going to play some pretenders and contenders with the 14 teams, like I just mentioned, that made the playoffs. We'll start with the Packers at the top in the NFC, man. I'm saying they're contenders. No question about it. They're a little bit soft up the middle with the defense, but we know what the offense is. Devontae Adams is a beast. Aaron Rodgers is going to win MVP. That one's short and sweet, man. How do you feel about the Packers going into the playoffs, So, um, Honestly, man, looking early in the season, they wasn't looking too hard. Right, um, definitely agree. I, I, I really thought, especially with that that schlacking by the Buccaneers, I thought, man, <laughs> I thought, man, I thought the little the little key and peel celebration. Um, but yeah. no, I thought, um, I thought from there that they weren't going to be much. Um, but they've really heated up. Yep. Um, if they stay on this hot streak, um, if Adam can, if Adams can, or if Rogers can continue to connect to Adams, right. Um, if they can keep that run game going a little bit, and I think they're, um, I think they can make a definite ball run, definitely. Definitely. So I would say that uh, you're calling them as contenders, which is absolutely for sure. On to my New Orleans Saints, man. I know you hate them, but of course I'm going to say they're contenders, not just being a homer. Of course we know who the Saints are. We know what they've done this year. Uh, the fact that they were the fifth overall scoring offense and the fact that Thomas, Kamara, and Breeze only played like 10 quarters together all year was pretty crazy. Shows you how they got the depth with the roster. Uh, just a super deep team, obviously pushing for the final run. Uh, Super Bowl or bust, you know, before Breeze gets out of there. So definitely contenders, man. How do you feel about my Saints with them going into the playoffs? Um, you know, honestly, my favorite team is the Falcon, and my second favorite team is the uh, whoever's playing the Saints on Sunday. <laughs> you know, um, I think they're legitimate contenders as long as everybody can stay healthy. Of course, um, got to get everyone back, and that's a big thing with us going in. Michael Thomas has got to get that. I mean, he's got to get himself straight. Right. Um, I mean, whatever it comes down to, not taking hits. You know, what I'm saying, keeping it. You know, keeping it. You know, whether it's cliche or whatever, keeping it slant boy, just you know, catching the small stuff, not really. <laughs> You know, trying to be overzealous with what he does. Yep. Um, I think that you guys could definitely make a run. Um, if you guys, and you know, especially with how you guys have done this season without, you know, you guys have played multiple games without your receivers, you know, mm -hmm. games without your running backs. It's, Very it's, resilient. You know, yeah, it, and it's, it's almost like last year, you know, when you guys lost Breeze for five games and, you know, it didn't really matter at all either. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely think they're contenders as much as I don't want them to be. Right. Um, I definitely, I definitely think they can make a bowl run. I definitely think so. Absolutely. I agree with you, man. Of course. On to the Seattle Seahawks, another contender for me as well. Got a lot of contenders in the loaded NFC, but without doubt, uh, without a doubt, Seattle is, I, I've said it, if, you know, when they're healthy, I think they're the scariest team on paper in the NFC. You look at Russell Wilson, he's as good as any, can move, throw on the run, everything he can do, how magical he is. DK Metcalf, of course, Tyler Lockett, when Chris Carson is healthy, Jamal Adams, Carlos Dunlap, everybody knows the, uh, obvious, obviously the talent that is there in Seattle. And uh, definitely without a question, the Seahawks are contenders. I think they can make a Super Bowl run. W would you agree with me, Christian? Um, this is kind of like a gray area for me, man. Um, honestly, they've had, they've had a really bad defense all year long. Um, right. It's coming around finally, though. I mean, it is coming around finally, yeah. But it's like, is are they are they clicking on a playoff level now? Or are they clicking mm -hmm. on a mid-season, let's go ahead and be running this stuff into a playoff 
contender type thing. You know, it's like, what level are you on right now? Right. Um, as far as the offense go, you know, you have deadly wide receivers in one and two with Lockett and Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson, of course, is an awesome running back. You have, you know, Russell Wilson, who's, you know, definitely made the trip to the bowl himself. Um, I mean, I, I think, I honestly think at the same time that they would be, they're, they're, they're pretenders to me. Mm. Um, I just, I don't really believe in the defense just yet. Yeah, they're starting to stand up, but you know what I'm saying? Four or five good day, you know, four or five, six games of good defense at the end of the game when you were just, you know, getting, getting smashed in the beginning. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about this earlier in the season. Of course. You know, rec- re- record setting horrible defense was what they were on track to set. You know yep. what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, I mean, you turn it around, but at the same time in those key moments and those key parts, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when, um, you know. Uh, BMAC made that play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna Are they gonna be able to make that play against right. against who they against who they against who they play against? Right. Um, and I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say honestly. You know what I'm saying? If you put them in that same situation, BMAC doesn't. BMAC's not there, and the, you know he doesn't get that interception. Right. Um, that's a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. uh, they go on, and you know Seahawks lose. Right. You know to pit it metaphorically. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, man. All right. Seattle as pretenders coming from over there. Still contenders over here for me, but I definitely, definitely know what you're alluding to. I guess, like you were mentioning, man, that defense was bad. And uh, the offense a little bit too has kind of been struggling as well. So Seattle's got to prove something, you know, can they really keep it up in the playoffs? Onto the Washington football team. I almost wanted to put these guys as contenders, but I obviously know better than that. Going to keep them as pretenders. We know the defense, the front seven, is one of the best in the NFL, but the offense isn't necessarily there. They do have weapons, but I think everybody understands how bad of a division the NFC least is and why Washington was able to get their spot. All due respect to them for winning the NFC East, of course, but yes, definitely going to have to keep them as pretenders. Would you agree with me, Christian? I feel like yes. Um, I want to say yes. 99% of me wants to say yes, but just like we talked about a couple weeks ago in the Jets-Browns game, and I said they're going to sleep on them, and they did, and the Jets beat the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the same situation. You know, Tampa Bay, if I'm not mistaken, is going to Washington. That's right. Um, and honestly, I mean, you know, it's a, it, Washington is the miracle team this year. Ron Rivera survives cancer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Smith comes back from that leg injury that, I mean, he was supposed to lose his leg. Right. And now he is back, you know, years later, a couple years later, you know, starting starting with the team that he left. Right. You know, um, I honestly think that this is... This is miracle year. Um, you know what I'm saying? There's the way the world works. And I'm going to be a little philosophical here. You know, 2020 over, 2021, I hope, is the year. I hope. I honestly see contenders. I honestly right. do. Wow. On to the Bucks now, man. The Bucks having to travel, of course, going to the Washington football team. I'm going to keep the Bucks as contenders. I would have said earlier on in the season that they were pretenders, and I even actually exposed them, I felt like, in my Monday morning after pill, saying that they were pretenders. They were not Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion, yet. But they're starting to look solid. You know, the defense is starting to come around, of course. And uh, can't doubt Tom Brady, man. I've been saying that you cannot doubt Tom Brady. How many times are we going to have to bet against him? He just threw 40 touchdown passes. Um, I want to say he threw for over 4,000 yards. So he had a great season, absolutely crushed it compared to his last year in New England. So I'm going to keep the Bucs as contenders. Obviously, when they're hitting on all cylinders, they're one of the scariest teams in the NFC. How would you feel about Tampa Bay? I agree with you, man. They're definitely contenders, definitely contenders. I mean, I mean, Brady's been there a number of times. Brady's been in the big game. Um, I mean, more times than, than, than I can count off the top of my head. Of course. Um, you know, he definitely has the knowledge. You have that veteran knowledge. You have veterans like, you know, you have veterans like, you know, Gronk on the team. You have Brady on the team. That duo right there in itself was a historic duo in New England. Of course. Um, you know, in Super Bowls for New England too. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I mean, you have a receiver in Evans. You know, um, Godwin. You know, Brown. You know, Brown's even coming around. You know, early in the season when Brown first came on, they were having mismatches. 
Um, Nobody knew what he was there for, really. Really, I mean, at all. Um, that first game, I can't, remember the, I can't remember who they played the first game he came in for, but I remember there was a key mismatch, um, a key miscommunication on Brady to Brown um, where Brady threw a pick, and mm-hmm. it was pretty much a game-stealing pick. It pretty much sealed them out of that game. I cannot remember who they were playing against. I feel like it was the Saints, maybe. It might have been the Saints. It, that that play sounds familiar. Um, but I remember it was just it was just it was just it was just a miscommunication. Um, I think that they're definitely clicking now. He's mm-hmm. definitely been on the he's definitely been you know to enough practices where you know him and Brady on the same page. So you have three you know technically four lethal receivers. Yep. Um, you know what I'm saying Jones is a great is a great running back. Yeah, I definitely think that they are they are legit contenders. Um, they're far you know especially like you said if they're firing on all cylinders, that offense is is scary. Um, and the defense starting out was one of the best in the league. And, um, you know, I'm sure they've shifted down a little bit, but it's still at the same time that defense is something that, you know, it's, it's, you, you have to, you have to plan against and it's not, it's not something that you just know you're going to cut up. Of course. The Los Angeles Rams, a team that I do feel like is a contender. Some people are probably going to call them pretenders, but I feel like if you look at the Rams on their best day, you look at Sean McVay, he's a great coach. You look at Jared Goff when he's protected, he's as good as quarterback as any. Uh, you obviously look at the receiving core in Los Angeles. You look at the defense, which is as great as any. Uh, elite, there's no question about it being borderline elite. It is elite. And you look at the secondary, arguably the best in the NFL right now. I got to say the Rams are contenders. I know they've been kind of inconsistent, and they're definitely going to have to show me some more consistency for me to uh, completely buy in on them actually being a Super Bowl contender and, you know, making a run for the ring. But I'm still going to keep them as contenders right now. But they could slip to that pretender status really quickly. How do you feel about L.A., them running into the playoffs, man? Um, Like you said in the beginning, man, I think they're pretenders. Um, you take into the fact that, I mean, honestly, if you look back, you know, early in the season, Aaron Donald was, you know, originally on pace to be defensive player of the year. Right. Um, he was he was crushing through offensive linemen like, I mean, like it was high school kids. Um but at the same time, they've had a lot of really close games, even late in the season, um, where they've had to etch out a win. Yep. Um, you know, and it's like it's almost it comes down to it almost comes down to getting lucky and how and how many times can you get lucky, mm-hmm. especially when you're playing legit playoff contenders yep. in legit playoff situations. Um, are you going to be there to make that pick? Are you going to be there to swat that ball? Um, are you going to be there to push that lineman to the side and you know sat the QB? Um, you know, realistically, you talk about the the emotion and the, the 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 energy of a playoff game. I don't think that they can play a legit contender playoff team and win under those circumstances. Pretenders. Mm, I feel you, man. Like I said, man, a lot of people could really think that the Rams are are pretenders, and I definitely see why the inconsistency, the inconsistency, and just how Jared Goff can really become a turnover tonal. And as soon as he can throw you into a game, he can throw you right out of it as well. Onto the last seed now in the NFC, the seven seed that will be visiting my New Orleans Saints, the Chicago Bears. Going to keep them as pretenders as well. And the bit, uh, big thing is the offense is bottom three, but the defense is top three feels like on some days, you know, with how polar opposite they can play. I know Trubisky's been coming around, uh, but he still played bad for most of the season. And I just don't really trust Trubisky, obviously, down in New Orleans. New Orleans is going to be completely healthy. It's going to be a bad matchup for Chicago. Now, they could come out and play a great game, but overall, I do feel like they're pretenders. I don't think anybody really sees Chicago uh, being that team there in the Super Bowl, uh, you know, down in Tampa when February rolls around. Would you would you agree with me, Christian? Or are you going to shock me and say that Chicago is a contender? <laughs> um, I don't see them making it out of the wild card game. I honestly see them getting crushed by the Saints. Um, yeah, the defense is killer. Um, you've got a lot of great guys on the defense. Um, they just played a heck of a game against Green Bay. Yeah. Um, unless you activate playoff mode, Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, or uh, Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. <laughs> uh, unless you activate car, you know, uh, playoff mode, um, Nick Foles. They got him. You know, then then honestly, I don't I don't see it. No, I don't see them getting out of the wild card. 
Definitely agreed, man. On to the AFC seating now. Starting with the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, at one. I think we'll go ahead and roll over. Then we both know that they're contenders' best offense. What? One of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, no question about the Chiefs, man. We, we know who Patrick Mahomes is. We know who all of the stars are. Andy Reid is probably the best offensive mastermind in the NFL right now. Maybe ever with just the way he's able to draw up these schemes, work these plays out for Mahomes, always keep him on the move, keep him unscathed, throwing all these touchdowns and yards. Onto the Bills now, though. This is where it gets interesting. And for me, the number two Buffalo Bills are going to be a contender. They are right now, I think, the best team in the NFL. They've just been playing super hot on fire. If the Hale Murray doesn't happen, they have went uh, would have went rather on a win streak to end the season. I know they got beat by the Chiefs. I know they got blown out by the Titans, but that was early in the year. The defense is starting to come around. Josh Allen is playing as well as anyone right now. And uh, the Bills are scary, man. Don't be surprised if they could upset Kansas City and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, but I want to hear your take on Buffalo going into these playoffs, bro. I honestly think that they are pretenders. All right. Um, reason I think they are pretenders, yeah, it's you know, it's 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 good. Yeah, let's get hot at the end of the season. Um, but how many times has that you know carried you know to a Super Bowl? Yeah, um, it's happened before, but I know what you mean. You don't feel like they've had that consistency all year, rather. Right. I, honestly, I can see them beating the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colts, the Colts are good. We're gonna the touch Colts that. are really yeah, good. We're, we're going to touch that in a second. But mm-hmm. I honestly can see them beating the Colts. Um, but I honestly, I don't see them beating the Steelers, Ravens, or Titans, um, depending on who they'd play in the next matchups. Mm. Um, I just, I honestly don't. Um, I, mean, they, I think they could blow out two of those three teams. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, but honestly, you know, just because you're hot at the end of the season, that that's not enough for me. That doesn't that doesn't prove nothing to me, right. really. Um, you know, if you look at it like like I mean, honestly, you could have the same argument for Green Bay. Yeah. You know, because they started out. I mean, they started out decently. You know, especially with the with the with the record as far as you say decently. But I mean, the defense the defense wasn't there for mm-hmm. Green Bay in the beginning of the season. I mean, but yeah. you know, and they, and they got hot at the end of the year. I mean, you could honestly make the same argument for them. Um, I just don't see. I just don't see that hot streak carrying off into deep playoff games for the Bills. I see you, man. I see you and feel you there. On to the Steelers. Pretenders, rather. Let me walk that back. If you think the Bills are pretenders, I 100% think that the Steelers are pretenders as well. I don't think they have the offense necessarily to run and push for a Super Bowl and compete with a juggernaut like the Chiefs, like the Bills, potentially like the Ravens could be getting back on from last year. You look at the Titans as well. I mean, even the Colts are scary. I would argue that all of those offenses are better than Pittsburgh's. Now, Pittsburgh's defense is great. One of the best in the league. TJ Watt is an absolute monster. He's the new JJ right now. He's been JJ this year, 100%. We know about Minka. We know about everybody. And we also know the injuries that they're missing, but they're still able to play as well. I do think that they could potentially roll over Cleveland in the wild card, but I do think they're pretenders. I just don't think they're as big of a juggernaut as everyone thinks. Give me your take on Pittsburgh, man. One thing we do agree on, they're pretenders. Yes. One thing I can say we definitely disagree on, they're not going to roll Cleveland. Mm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I definitely have them as pretenders. I'm going to go as far as say they're going to lose that Browns game. Mm. Um, this Wild is the, card exit. I'm telling you, dude, this is this is the farthest the Browns have gotten in a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you look past the last couple years, um, you know, the as far as I can remember, I think it was either last year or the year before that. Um, heck, it might have even been the year before that. It right. was the year they played the Bengals and Burfitt got that hit on um, Antonio Brown where they got the field goal to win that game. Yep. They won that game off luck. They won that game off Burfitt's stupidity. Yep. Um, and it seems like the past couple years – They've they've not either they either they've lost and they've not been able to just they've just simply not been able to keep up. Yep. 
or they've gotten they've gotten lucky and, and squeezed into the you know what I'm saying divisional championship rounds. Right. Um. I definitely have them have them as pretenders, mm-hmm. and I honestly think that Cleveland, you know, not being able to this being the first time they're getting into the playoffs in what two decades? Yeah. Seven. Like oh two. Seven or is, is it seven? Yeah. Seventeen. Eighteen years. Yeah. Yep. Um. Being this is the first time they've, they've made a run, I guarantee you their coaching is gonna be they're they're gonna be on fire. Um, they're gonna have, and let, I mean, unless Baker comes out and has that Oklahoma Georgia game, you know. Right. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Baker's gonna take them seriously. He's not gonna play them like he played the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to take them seriously because of the defense, because the defense is a, is a top tier defense. Yeah. But um, yeah, I see the uh, Steelers taking a wild card exit. That's tough, man. That's super tough. On to the Tennessee Titans, man. I'm gonna keep them as pretenders as well. I know Derrick Henry's absolutely erupting. I want to go ahead and give my hats off to him. All the credit to him for rushing for 2,000 yards. First player to do it since Adrian Peterson. You just don't hear about people rushing for 2,000. The eighth player in NFL history to do it. But you look on the defense. They can't stop anybody. I know Ryan Tannehill is a solid quarterback when he needs to be good. I don't trust his arm to win them football games. I don't think it necessarily did at all last year in the playoffs because we looked Derrick Henry's running ability, got them to the AFC Championship. I'm not taking anything away from Tannehill because I do know Tannehill had big games or big throws that certain big throws in those games that he had to make but obviously Derrick Henry's legs are the reason that they got to the AFC championship and I just don't see them again being able to hang with the big juggernauts in the AFC I'm gonna have to keep him as pretenders but give me your take on the Titans um I have them as contenders um and here's why Mm -hmm. it's almost like uh if you think about the college days of Leonard Fournette Mm -hmm. LSU was a powerhouse with Fournette until people figured out how to stop Fournette yeah well you look at Henry last year you know what I'm saying? Everybody knew what he had coming into this year, and they still couldn't stop him. He right. put up he put up record yards. Yep. You know, and they know who he is. Right. At the same time, you know, it's I, I do believe I do believe Tannehill is 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 I'm not going to put him at an elite quarterback. Right. But I do I would I would actually put him at a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, reason being, it comes from the last year's or year before that was it last year or year before that trash Dolphins um, mm-hmm. comes in and it was last year comes in from the trash Dolphins and then makes the Titans a Playoff contender. Yeah. A one one went away from the Super Bowl, man. Um, and so and because of that, I mean, honestly, I don't think I mean, you talk about Chiefs defense, I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that no matter what defense you face, no matter what defense you face, Henry's gonna give you fits. Now, if you if now if one of these teams can stop Henry, yep. if one of these teams can can manage to actually shut Henry down, which I don't think will happen for another two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly don't think it will. He's a beast. Oh yeah, um, he'll get tired first before he he learn how he, to stop he honestly the last couple of years that's how it works, man. Big running backs like that they get tired. People don't learn how to stop them; they just get tired. That's you exactly. can only run like that for so long, right? <laughs> and that's almost like he almost makes he almost makes almost emphasis on almost he almost makes Marshawn Lynch look small the past couple of years. Oh yeah, um, and with somebody like that caliber, I honestly think that he could take them into. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, but I definitely think they're deep playoff contenders. Yep, definitely prime for a deep playoff run. I, I love it there, man. Another team that I think could be prime for a deep playoff run. It could shock people. They wanted to sell their stock weeks ago on them, and I kind of did too, but I'm coming back. I'll admit that I was wrong. The Baltimore Ravens are 100% Super Bowl contenders. They're coming around. They were able to get hot at the end of the year. Finishing 11-5, and when at one point they were, I want to say, 
uh, uh, six and four, seven and five, something like that. I mean, it, it was looking tough for Baltimore at one point. You were wondering how in the hell did a 14 and two team fall to a record like that? Baltimore being just absolutely pedestrian, second to last in the league to the New York Jets in passing yards per game. It was awful, but they're starting to come around. Lamar can pass the ball. He can make the throws when he needs to, but obviously he likes to run the ball. Baltimore's still a beast on the defensive side as well, and I think they're hot at the right time, so Baltimore's going to be contenders for me running into these playoffs. How do you feel about Baltimore? Uh, I think <laughs> we're disagreed on just about every single AFC one. It's all, right. all good, man. Um, it's all good. But yeah, definitely, the uh, I think the Baltimore Ravens are pretenders. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it's just like my argument with the Bills. Man, they're getting hot at the end of, they're getting hot at the of the season mm-hmm. i mean you have lamar jack i mean now i do give all credit to lamar jackson all credit to him this is the first time a nfl quarterback has rushed for a thousand yards or more in uh back-to-back seasons mm-hmm. first time in nfl history right i mean i definitely give all credit to lamar jackson but at the same time even though he's got a thousand yards it's not it's not been that fiery explosive play that it was last year just nobody could contain nobody could keep up with right. they've figured out ways to contain lamar at least for a quarter or half the game mm-hmm. um with that being said Lamar's arm last year, I mean, I remember, I remember seeing this, uh, it was either TikTok or a little snippet on something on Bleach Report. I mean, he's in at the 25-yard line, like the 35-yard line, throws a bomb and hits the crossbar on the, on the, uh, the uprights. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I, haven't, I have not seen that from him this year. Right. Um, and I think, again, it goes to the lack of him being able to produce the run like he was able last year. Of course. Um, you know, people are able to apply more pressure to him. He doesn't have the time. You know what I'm saying? People are, instead of, instead of spying, people are now starting to rush and they contain the edges and stuff like that. They're starting to learn. Yep. Um, and with that being said, you know, it's just like, you know, it's, it's just like, I mean, any, 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 any piss poor quarterback can be an elite quarterback if you give him a line. Of course. Um, and I just don't think he has, he's had the time this year because he's not had the feet this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them as contenders. I don't see them. I, I mean, I definitely see them. I, I, I see them making out of the, out of the, out of the, uh, the wild card, mm-hmm. but I don't see them making it past divisional round. Gotcha. And just to clarify, you said contenders. You mean pretenders? Yeah, pretenders. Did I say contenders? You're good. Okay, my Ra- bad. Yeah. Ravens are pretenders. Ravens are pretenders for me. That's my pick, yeah. Gotcha, man. Another team that is pretenders for me, the sixth seed in the AFC, it's going to be the Cleveland Browns. I know they've been playing well. I know Baker's been playing out of his mind what it feels like for Baker Mayfield standards after OBJ going down on the opening drive in week seven with the injury. And I know their backfield, honestly, in the NFL is dynamic as any. They're one of the best backfields in the NFL without question. Um, and, you know, in, in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But you also take a look at, I don't feel like they are consistent enough. I don't feel like they've just got that culture yet to actually make a deep postseason run. And I've said it, they maybe could sneak to the AFC Championship because if they play on their absolute best day, like we know that they're capable of, they could beat a lot of teams in the NFL. But I don't think that they're going to hit that ceiling that they could potentially be capable of in these playoffs. And I'm going to keep them as pretenders, but I could be wrong and they could be leaning on that contender status as well. Could Cleveland really shock people this year Christian I definitely think I definitely have them as contenders uh-huh um I don't see them making it to the Super Bowl right but I definitely have them making it to the AFC championship okay um I think just because like I said the spirit in Cleveland right now I mean everybody I mean the fans are hype um you know they're gonna show up to these games if they're allowed to I'm not sure if they're allowing fans or not I can't I'm not really looked at the rules on that right but if fans show up dude these Cleveland games are gonna be hype oh yeah um these guys are riding a euphoric high that they've not felt in a very long time. But you look at them, you know, you look at them historically. I think, I think, was it last year, the year before that, they went 0-16? Uh-huh. Um, the first team ever to go 0-16 in the NFL season. And so, and I mean, you look at that and you think, you know, wow, you know, to what they are, you know, a year or two later. And it's like, they're, like I said, they're riding this euphoric high and I think it's going to take them all the way to the AFC Championship, man. I have them as contenders. 
That's huge. That's huge. And like I said, they could definitely be leaning on that contender status. The last seed in the AFC. Before we predict this super wild card weekend that's coming up for us, guys, the Indianapolis Colts are going to be contenders for me. I know they're sitting on the seventh seed. Some people are probably wondering, how can I put the dead last seed that snuck into the AFC as a contender? Here's why. The defense is elite. The roster is borderline elite. It's a top five roster altogether. And I feel like on both sides of the football, I've been saying it all year. Give Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts and they are Super Bowl contenders. The Colts can solve that quarterback problem. But Phillip Rivers has been coming around. Uh, has been coming around. He's playing at times as good as any quarterback in the NFL. They don't have to necessarily rely on him. They figured out their run game with Jonathan Taylor, and Jonathan Taylor is becoming one of the best rookies in the NFL. And I'm just loving what I'm seeing out of Indianapolis, especially after the draft. I said they have uh, arguably had the best draft and maybe just the best offseason in general. Picking up DeForest Buckner, they are just loaded 100%. I'm keeping Indy as a contender. Before we get on to the predictions, man. How do you feel about Indianapolis? Can they win a Super Bowl? Um, I don't see them um, winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Um, I do not. I do not <laughs> see them winning the Super Bowl. Um, but no, for real, for real. Defense does win championships. Yes, it does. Defense is there. Not as much in today's NFL, though, unfortunately. But, I mean, it, it still, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, if you can keep a team from scoring, you can keep, keep a team from winning. Of course. Um, the defense is definitely there. The defense, I would say, is an elite roster defense. Of course. Um, no but question. At, but at the same time, you're facing offenses. You're going to come up against offenses. If they happen to make it there, they're going to face offenses like Chiefs. Yep. They're going to face offenses like the Ravens. Yep. Um, even the though Bills. I have them, even though I have them as pretenders, the Bills. Even though yep. I have them as pretenders, I still think are going to give the Colts a run for their money. Yep. Um. You know, it's uh, it's like it's like with, with my pretenders, it's just because I don't see I don't see it on both sides of the ball. Right. Um, you don't see a there's, complete th- team. There's there's slip ups. You know, what I'm saying that that transmission slipping in third and fourth on on one side of the ball or the other. Right. Um. And and it's like it's like like I said like the Colts defense is there. Offense that that transmission slipping man that transmission slipping at like second and third gear. Um, uh, I really I really do think it is. Uh, they can't keep up. I don't right. see them keeping up. Right. Um, if, unless the defense can keep it a close game, mm-hmm. um, can hold can hold offenses to nothing more than field goals, and they can squeeze out some touchdowns. I don't see them making a deep playoff run. Can, uh, pretenders. I feel you, man. I feel you on Indianapolis. I love how we went both ways on all of those. So there you have it, guys. We cleared the air for the 14 teams on who's real and who's not. And we're going to check back after the season's over and hold ourselves account- hold ourselves accountable, see how we fared out. Now we are going to predict this super wild card weekend that's coming up, man. Like I said, we got two triple headers Saturday and Sunday, six wild card games. Let's go ahead and start with the NFC. Bears at the Saints. I'm definitely taking New Orleans there. Uh, I just think New Orleans is overall the better team. It's a better matchup. Uh, I would even say Breeze over Trubisky with how Breeze has kind of been playing at an average level. Over Trubisky right now for sure um roster mismatch i mean coaching mismatch i think everybody in the world's going to be betting new orleans here could be an upset from the bears but i don't think new orleans is going to let what happened last year in the wild card let happen this year in these playoffs i'm 100 taking the saints how about you bro same um saints are definitely winning this game um i honestly had the saints probably i had the saints by at least 10 points right by at least 10 right um i honestly want to take a 17 point um a safe 17 point bet on right. the Saints over the Bears. Yeah. Um, defense, like I said, well, like we said earlier, defense is killer for the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. But New Orleans is also there. To that offense, with it, that too. offense is elite, man. For the Saints, that offense is elite. You have mm-hmm. a veteran in Breeze. Yep. You have a, I mean, you have some of the best hands in Thomas. 
You have, you know, the wide receiver run from the 49ers last year in Emmanuel Sanders. Mm -hmm. You've got, you know, Cook. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got um, Alvin Kamara. Um, You've got hella linemen. Um, uh, uh, Armstead is a a hell of a lineman. Um, Pete Ramchek. Yes. um, Easton Ruiz. Uh, of course, you of course you know all the names. I don't know all the names. <laughs> um, you know, and that that defense is killer. I will say though, the one thing that I've said, and I've said it since day one, and you've agreed with me since day one too, mm-hmm. is that secondary has got to limit the PIs. Right. They've got to limit those PIs. Right. Um, just because of that alone, um, if if Trubisky or who you know if Trubisky or if they if they decided you know put in. Um, uh, false. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they decide to throw deep, I could honestly see the you know the Bears get, just getting breaks on y'all's PIs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think y'all are I think y'all are maybe third, second, third um, for the most yards off PIs this season. Right. I just want to say yards off penalties in general. The Saints were really bad with discipline early on, but you also got to be careful with those numbers too as well because like obviously with me being able to watch every game from New Orleans, they got a lot of those penalties and yards and PIs early on in the year, and they've been getting them a little bit here and there, and of course that's adding on to the total, but it is padded from the beginning of the season. But I do agree, man, if, you, if you've got a problem, you know, if you if you come out and you're disconnected, it, it would be awful to see a team like the Saints spiral down because of, because of pass interference. I will agree with you, though. I will agree with you. They've done it less. Mm-hmm. They have done it less as the season, season has gone on. Mm-hmm. They've practiced. Um, they've definitely tightened up. But Definitely. here's my thing. In the key moments, in the big moments, they mm-hmm. keep screwing up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll go all game long, lock down, lock down corners, mm-hmm. lock down safeties, mm-hmm. man, lock. And then it's a close game within 10 points. Someone throws a 50, 60-yard bomb, P.I. Yeah. You know, and it's like, man, and I've honestly, honestly, as a Saints fan, I would be, I would, I would want to, I would break, I'd be one of those people on TikTok who you see breaking the TVs and shooting yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be that mad. Yeah. That's how I feel about P.J. Williams. All respect to P.J. If you're listening to this, man, you just get on my nerves with your coverage. I don't know why you're still a New Orleans Saint. All respect to your work, though, man. I just, P.J. Williams gets on my nerves. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like, um, you know, another thing, too, is I, th- I still think, I still think as a Saints is like that. I mean that. I mean I don't, I don't know how to put it. That that team is just like they're they they try to beat you on immaturity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know a lot of the Saints they've gotten this year. You know from like um, you know Gardner Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know I it's love like, that kid's athleticism and his play, but I, he's I, a punk. I, I, same, same. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like definitely, definitely. It's 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 football. Mm-hmm. You definitely talk trash. Mm-hmm. You definitely if you if you if you moss somebody or you know what I'm saying you pick somebody off. You definitely look them in their face. Say you're garbage. You're trash. Why are you on my field? Go home. Uh-huh. Quit playing this game. This is a man sport. You're a boy. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean yes, definitely. But the extent that he takes it, uh-huh. um, you know, and then, and it's not just him. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's almost like they still have that that little tint of dirtiness to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it costs them. It costs them in the big moments. Mm-hmm. Um, mind you, they are a hell of a team. Mm-hmm. They are. I would put them on elite status. Yeah. Um, but they have got to limit penalties. Oh, definitely. They have got to. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you with the energy of playoff games. You know, you think a simple like you th- you think about Falcon Saints rivalry, mm-hmm. and you think about the fights and little disputes that happened during the game there. Right. You know, I mean, it was Seahawks Patriots, two of the most sportsmen. You know, two of the most at the time sportsmanlike teams. They got in a fight at the end of the Super Bowl. Right. That energy runs high, and you have a team that's you know you know as disrespectful as New Orleans is. And I'm not saying you can't be that way. It's football. It's a right. man sport. Be a man. Take it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, to be that disrespect, I guarantee you they're going they're gonna they're gonna get hit with some penalties, and it's gonna cost them. Yeah. 
Not happen. in the Bears game. Not right. in the Bears game, but I'm talking about early, later on. Right. Yeah, I think we'll be able to clean it up and be okay, but I, you, you're, you're making points, man. It's definitely things we've seen out of New Orleans for that they need to clean up if they want to have that clean Super Bowl run. Uh, second game here on the wild card weekend, Rams at Seahawks. Ooh. Man, I could have went either way on this game just a few weeks ago, but seeing how everything has fared out just recently, and if we're talking about health, coaching, uh, quarterback, you know, roster, defense, everything. I'm going to take Seattle 100% in this game. I'm going to take Russell Wilson over Jared Goff. I'm going to take that receiving core over Los Angeles's, even though it's really close. I'm going to take Pete Carroll over Sean McVay, even though it's really close. Because like I said, Seattle is one of the scariest teams on paper in the NFC when they're healthy. And this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a battle of two great defenses, battle of two great coaches, battle of two great quarterbacks. And um, But I think it's going to come down to just who really wants it more. And Seattle has been on a tear at times this year. I know they've scaled it back. At one point we thought Arizona was actually better than Seattle, and they were, but Arizona did turn out to be fool's gold. We see that they missed the playoffs. I am going to take the Seahawks here, though. It's going to be a close one, but I'm going to comfortably take the Seahawks in this game. Who would you have in this one, dude? Um, Real quick, I'm going to touch on that Cardinals, man. That's, that's that, that hurts. That hurts my heart. I really wanted to see something happen out of that. I thought they were going to make a deep run. Love um, Kyler Murray, too. Yeah, but they had they just had they had too many blunders at the end of the season. Like how some teams got hot, like the Bills and stuff, man. Some yep. teams got cold, and the Cardinals were one of those teams that, man, I honestly had them. I honestly had them at, earlier in the season, middle season. I had them pick for a, a midway playoff run. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, don't did, be surprised man. if you see Kyler Murray in the NFC Championship. Don't be surprised if you see Kyler Murray winning a playoff game oh, or two. Oh, and, and it I hurt my heart. Soon, it hurt my heart to see them tough, tough losses he took. But back to the game, though, man. Back to the game. I'm going to agree with you on this one. Seahawks over Rams. Um, it's a very, very, very tough one for me because the defense, it's its its, it's the opposite sides of the ball. Yep. Um, the Seahawks have that elite offense. Yep. They have that good defense. Um, and the Rams have that elite defense and that good offense. Right. Um, I think when you match that up, you match up the the coaching of of Pete Carroll going back from. I mean, he's caught. You know, he's coached um, several. You know, he's coached great in college days. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been to two or three Super Bowls. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, he is a hell of a coach. Um, I don't think he's had a losing record since he's been in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you take that in. You know, Sean McVay is still a little bit newer. Right. Um, he's still one of the greats already. He though. is still one of the greats. I mean, he has he has already made a run. But at the same time, I think that Pete Carroll is going to edge him out in coaching. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes down to it, when you have these two teams, it comes down to who's going to be the better coach. Right. Not the better team, but the better coach. I right. think Pete Carroll is the better coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a modern day, you know, I know people have said it, and you're going you're going to talk trash, but I mean, you have a modern day, you know, Calvin Johnson Jr. Yeah. Um, and you have, and it's not Matthew Stafford throwing to him. It's, it's an elite like Russell Wilson. Right. Um, Lockett, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's just as quick and he can cut just as, just as good as anybody else. I honestly think that they're going to be able to cut up the defense. Um, better than the Rams offense is going to perform. So I have the uh, I have the Seattle Seahawks taking that game. I like it, man. I like it. And like you mentioned, too, you can see that really both of the defenses, you, you take either one of them on their best day, they're probably both going to go win you a big game when you need it to. But when you look at the offense, you can't doubt that Wilson's better than Goff. And just the way that the offense for Seattle clicks on a more consistent basis than the Rams and both on their best days, 100% healthy, I think anybody would take Seattle. onto the Bucks at... The Washington football team. Yes, you heard that correctly. The football team made the playoffs this year. A Washington team, just in general, is pushing <laughs> for a Super Bowl. We cannot even believe this. And the Buccaneers are going to have to visit them 
I'm going to comfortably take the Bucks here, though. I know some people are going to maybe pull, call for an upset with Washington. The front seven is scary. Brady was potentially seeing ghosts earlier this year in certain games, throwing bad interceptions. But like I said, the Bucks have been hot. Don't doubt Brady. Um, on their best day, the Bucks are one of the scariest teams. And the football team is going to come out. They're going to play hard. They're going to play tough. And I wouldn't be shocked if they did upset Tom Brady and the Bucks. It would be absolutely insane. But I am going to take the Bucks here. It's going to be a great game down to the end. But experience and coaching is going to take this game for Tampa Bay. I feel like you're going to hit me with a Washington upset, though, but I, I, I want to hear your take on it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you it's going to be one of two games. Right. It's going to be a Buccaneers blowout, mm -hmm. or it's going to be a miraculous freaking tear-jerking Washington win. Yep. It's going to be one of the two. Um, it's not going to go, it's not going to be a down to the wire. That's not going to be a shootout. Mm -hmm. Um, well it is, I mean, it is in that case if, you know, Washington comes down to the wire, but right. either, either the Bucks are going to go in and they're going to wipe mm -hmm. <laughs> or I honestly have to, was upset, upset. Mm -hmm. Um, reason being, like I said, like the, like I said, the front seven, mm -hmm. um, Chase Young, I believe he's a, he's a rookie. Oh yes, he is. Rookie year. Honestly, I think that I honestly see him getting, you know, defensive rookie of the year. Of course. Um, just because of the impact that he's had already. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, Brady seeing ghosts, Brady making bad plays. Brady is, you know, he's big. He's a big dude. But he's, getting, but he's getting up there in age. Yes, he is. You know what I'm saying? You have some young buck coming at you like Chris Young who has something to prove. You are a six-time Super Bowl champion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have this young kid. He's got something to prove. You have nothing to prove, Tom Brady. Right. You've got well, six Well, he does. He's still chasing it, but I, I get what you mean. I mean, he does. To go to a different team when the Super Bowl in a, in a brand new year, honestly, that'd be, cool. that'd be cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? Especially for Tom Brady. That would definitely solidify him as the GOAT. But at the same time, right. I honestly think that Chase Young has more to prove. Right. Brady has his six rings. Mm -hmm. Chase Young is a rookie. Yeah. He is hungry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you take it back to it's a, it's been a miracle year for Washington. Uh -huh. Ron Rivera beats cancer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Alex Smith comes back. Yep. You know, and just like like I said, the defense. Now now, mind you, they are hosting Tampa Bay. Yep. And they are lethal. Yes, they are. It is going to take one screw up from Washington. You know, and it's gonna be a, it's, I think it's gonna be a momentum game. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be almost like this, like the like the uh, Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl. If Washington can come out and get pressure on Brady early on and establish the tone and just make Brady nervous from like the first fifteen snaps, Washington's gonna have a chance in that game. Like I said, it's just like it's just like the Broncos Seahawks game. You had number one, you had historic offense against historic defense. Yep. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, it's not that. The Seahawks just simply outplayed the the Broncos. It's just they had momentum. That first yep. the first snap yep. of that of that game was a uh, was dropped. It was a fumble. Yep. Um. And so you know momentum is huge. I think if like you said, I think if in, I, I'm gonna say within the first seven or eight plays, mm -hmm. um, within the first seven or eight plays that they can bring heavy pressure and make time and 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 make time and solidify it in Tom Brady's head. Okay, I have I have two seconds max to get this ball out. Mm -hmm. It's gonna it's gonna make it's gonna make them call shorter routes. You're gonna be able to run the coverage in a little bit. I think they have the um, I think they have the secondary to compete. Um, I have uh, a lot I, I, to to compete uh, to compete. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, you you said the same thing when I said Jets over Browns, and you're like, Nah, bro, nah. This is two uh, completely different things. No, uh, no. Nah, nah, hey, either way though, either way, just off of like like I said, just off of sheer momentum. If they can get the momentum, it's upsetting. Brady's gonna torch them. Bucks are winning. On to the next one. <laughs> Come on. I, okay, okay, I'll do that to you. Like, but hold on, let's let's go back. Like no, I you're said, good. like I said though, it's either gonna be a a smackdown by the Buccaneers. Yeah, Bucks are either gonna roll or or the or the or Redskins are gonna win. Yep. If it's a shootout, Redskins win. I'm calling that. Yep. 
I see you, man. I see you there 100%. You can make me eat my words in two weeks if you want to, man, but, or three weeks, whatever we do, whatever we come back here and talk about this. You can make me eat my words. On to the Colts at the Bills and the AFC for our super wildcard weekend predictions. I am going to take the Bills. I think they're the best team in the NFL right now. They're the best offense in the NFL. They're absolutely clicking. The defense is starting to come around for them a little bit to where, like, they can compete. Like Christian just mentioned, um, you know, with the secondary of Washington, even though I heavily do not agree, though, Brady's going to torch them there. Like I said, Colts at the Bills, though, definitely taking Buffalo. Uh, but the secondary of Indianapolis, uh, um, unfor or not really, unfortunately, the secondary of Indianapolis can actually compete, and they could lock down those receivers in Cole Beasley, John Brown, Stephon Diggs, maybe make Josh Allen a little bit nervous, but I do think the Bills are just going to be able to contend with them. It's a mismatch on all areas, uh, really in all areas. The Colts do have the better defense. They do have the offense to potentially hang with Buffalo, but Buffalo is without question the more explosive one. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo rolled. I feel bad for the Colts because they're such a good team, but they have to play such a juggernaut in the AFC, and I just don't see them hanging with them. So I'm, I'm going to take the Bills here, man. How about you, Christian? The fact that you're putting the Bills on such a pedestal has me bothered. Um, <laughs> I mean, it really does. I don't pit them on such a high pedestal. Uh -huh. um, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, um, I think that's going to be a shootout game. Mm -hmm. Like you said, if you can lock down, and really not even Brown, if you can lock down Beasley and Diggs, mm -hmm. um, I don't think the Bills have the running game to compete with the line of the Colts. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can lock down the two main receivers, then I believe, honestly, that you can definitely... I, 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 oh, man, it's a tough one. I Oh, man, that's a tough one. If they lock down Beasley and Diggs, I have the Colts. If if Beasley and Diggs and Josh Allen can start connecting and, and, and not start connecting, but if they can connect and continue on the on the tangent that they've been on, oh yeah, then definitely I have them. Um, but let's see. Uh, final overall, I do gotta say I do have the Bills taking this one. I do believe it's gonna be a close game. Um, I have Bills by I got Bills by six. Yeah, definitely, man. It's it's, it's probably gonna be one of the best wild card games of the weekend for the third time this season we're gonna have the browns at the steelers and i'm gonna take the steelers here i know it's been kind of iffy for them but obviously they didn't play the starters that's why they lost to the browns i think it reflects on the browns the fact that the steelers really didn't play anybody and they still almost won that game is mike tomlin just that good of a coach yes i do think he is they're basically gift wrapping cleveland they gift wrapped cleveland a playoff berth the first one since 0203 whenever it was like we mentioned and now here they are i am gonna take the steelers though for sure it's gonna be a coaching mismatch it's going to be a defensive mismatch. And I just think the Steelers are the better team here. I know the Browns have the potential for the upset, but I just don't see the Steelers going out this early. And I know a lot of people do, but they've got the culture to potentially push back to a Super Bowl. And I know it's a matchup of pretenders here, but I'm taking Pittsburgh. Christian, go ahead and hit me with it. Man. I'm not sure if I mentioned it earlier, but I have the Browns winning this game. Mm -hmm. Okay, and here's my thing. Like you said, okay, yeah, the Steelers sat all their starters. Browns came in and win. Mm -hmm. They gift wrapped it. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what that game did. Mm -hmm. That gave the Steelers even, or the uh, sorry, excuse me, the Browns more confidence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, mind you, the Steelers did make the deepest undefeated run this year, mm -hmm. but they lost some pretty horrible games. Yes, they did. And they had some really close games that they squeaked by. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, the confidence the Browns gained by beating them. And the sheer momentum, the sheer, like I think I said it earlier, I can't remember if I said it for the Browns, but the sheer euphoric high yep. that they're going to be running off of, I have the Browns beating the Steelers. Um, you know, the fact that I believe it was the Bengals that beat the Steelers. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that, I mean, you know, you have Dance and Juju out there on, on, on the, uh, you know, 
on the uh, on the logo. On the logo. Thank you. On the logo. Oh, he learned. Yeah, you know why? Because he got the crap knocked out of him. But you have him out there dancing on the logos of a two. What was it? Two eleven and one team. Yep. At the time, you know, you have him out there dancing on the on the logo of a two eleven and one team, and a two eleven one team destroyed him. Mm-hmm. The Browns on a two eleven one team. Now, mind you, if Baker, if like I said, and I can't remember what what Georgia player it was when he came off that field. It said, "Humble yourself." When they yep. when they won. Yep. He needs to stay humble. Yep. If he can stay humble in this game, keep his mind locked in. Connect with his receivers, or you shut him down. Hell, you have Chubb. Mm-hmm. We know what Chubb will do. Of course, you have Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's not a simp. Nope. You know, <laughs> um, so you, I mean, you, I just think that the offense of the Browns, you can mix it up. You can you can switch it up enough to where you're going to have the Steelers on their heels enough to where they're going to actually win that game. I have the Browns in that game. I have them by a touchdown. I could see it happening, man. I could see the Browns upsetting. There's no question about that. They're, they're a good team. I just don't see them pushing past the Steelers. I feel like you're just really going to see a coaching mismatch because Mike Tomlin knows what's on the line. He's heard all the crap from the media. He's heard the cakewalk, this and that. And Mike Tomlin is still out there balling. Yes, he might have dropped three in a row, but I just I see a coaching mismatch more than anything here. The final game, which will be a revenge game of the weekend. Don't know if it's necessarily the final one, but the last one here on the show before we head out today, guys. The Ravens at the Titans. And this could also be potentially the best game of the wild card weekend i was so torn here i did not know which way to go if you asked me a few weeks ago i would have said without question the titans i wasn't even thinking about the ravens as a top 10 or a playoff team but looking now it's going to be a contender versus a pretender in my opinion and i'm going to take the contender in this matchup i'm taking the baltimore ravens to be victorious i just think lamar is going to be able to come out and he knows the pressure he's under now he's in the wild card round now he's going to have to take a round and a year he's going to take a year forward and a round back to same the to face the same team with the more lethal running back, arguably just a better team in general than they were last year because the record didn't reflect how great they were with Tannehill coming in. But also, you just look at the Ravens' defense and how they've been able to play this year. They've been hot, running in with John Harbaugh. They understand what's on the line right now, and they know they want to make that deep Super Bowl run and win it like they should have last year, like a lot of people had the Ravens going. The Ravens get their revenge here. Derrick Henry's going to be a monster. It's going to be a knockdown, drag-out game. But I got the Baltimore Ravens coming out on top. Who do you have winning this one, bro? This could really be the best game of the weekend. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. So, like I said, if if the Titans win, I have them making a deep run. Uh huh. Um, if the Titans win. <laughs> so so if but the Titans. Win. But here's but here's my thing. So earlier, like your argument goes back. They have hair. They have Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have any more 99s. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you you know if you put it in Madden lingo, they don't have any more 99s. Mm-hmm. 99s. <clears throat> um. But at the same time, you know, so you have the last year, um, you know, Baltimore talked all that trash about, oh, Henry's not going to run against us. Henry's not going to run against us. Right. I don't hear that coming from them this year. Mm-hmm. They're taking him seriously. Oh, yeah. Um, so if the Ravens can learn from last year and shut Henry down, the Ravens win this game. If King Henry decides to go out and be King Henry like he was last year, the Ravens are not taking this game. Um, I know that you said, just, just like you made a point uh, just a second ago, you didn't have the Ravens even in a playoff game, a wild card game, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They've just now started to heat up. You know what I'm saying? They've just now started clicking and connecting. Right. The Titans have been doing that. Yep. They've lost games. The Titans have lost important games. The Titans have lost games they shouldn't have lost. Agreed. But at the same time, I think the Titans have a better team. 
I think they're more well-rounded. I think the Baltimore Ravens still have some rough edge edges. I think the Baltimore Ravens were, were more well-rounded and could make a deeper run last year than they could this year. Yep. It's just that Lamar Jackson, uh, of course. Came, it's just Lamar Jackson came out in his, in his technical speaking rookie year mm -hmm. in a playoff game, had never been there before, and just, I mean, honestly, his euphoric high was too high. Yep. He was too he was on cloud 11 instead of being on cloud 9. Yep. They were peeking um, ahead. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he was too amped up. Um, he was throwing that ball too hard. He was throwing it too deep. He was running too quick. He was cutting too hard. Mm -hmm. um, I see him calming down, but at the same time, I mean, maybe the Baltimore Ravens can keep on their roll, but I don't see it happening. I honestly had the Titans taking this one in a very close game. I had the Titans by three, uh -huh. and I had the Titans making a run. That is going to wrap up today's episode of the What Off Season Sports Podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today as we went through and cleared the air on who's real and who's not in the NFL playoffs, played a little bit of pretenders and contenders and told you why, and then we went and predicted the super wildcard weekend round that is coming up for us. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Don't forget to check out the link in the bio on every social media page. It's every bit of content that the show's putting out for you. And a few closing words here from the guest today. I just want to say thanks for having me, man. Um, I love doing this. This is my second one. Um, I, love, I love chopping it up with you. I cannot wait to watch football with you this weekend just to see who's right and who's wrong. Right. Um, and Watching I, every game this weekend. Um, same. 105, 405, 820. Same, same, <laughs> same. I'm going to be sitting right next to you talking that smack, too. Talking <laughs> about, I told you, mother, no, 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 I told you. Um, but no, for real, for real, thanks for having me on the show. Um, thanks everybody who listens. Um, you know, tell your friends definitely. This is this is my best friend right here. Um, and I'd like to see him get big. I'd, I'd like to see him be bigger than the herd. Um, <laughs> you know, for real, for real. So I appreciate y'all for listening. Thanks for having me, man. And I uh, I can't wait to be back so I can maybe eat my words or make you eat yours. I hope it's the latter. Man, we'll see what happens, man. Of course, as always, tune in next week. We're gonna be digging into the next round of the NFL playoffs. Looking at the divisional round, gonna have a great guest on that episode as well. This is what off season signing out, everybody.